the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you, a pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. When you reflect on your relationship with your parents, you're potentially going to have thoughts and feelings that surface within you. It may leave you feeling all levels of love, appreciation, and even that really deep soul-felt connection. It could also leave you feeling with mixed feelings. Love, yet hurt. Questions, appreciation of many aspects of them. And yet something is missing. And it may also prompt deep feelings of sorrow, loss, and even hurt. And a longing for things to be different or for them to have been different. Whether you were raised by your biological parents or not, you will have had parent figures in your life who have been some of the most profound influences of your growth journey. Whatever the emotions, thoughts, and feelings are that surface, when you consider your parents and your relationship with them, they're actually a gift to you. A gift where you have the opportunity to learn about who you are, what is right for you, what's not right for you, what pain is, what love is, what connection is, and to learn about relationship dynamics. And these are just some of the gifts that our relationships with our parents offer us. They offer us the opportunity for so many experiences, so much insight, and so many opportunities for our growth and involvement as souls in a human body. I'm Melinda Cates, your host, and in this episode, I'm going to delve into our relationships with our parents, how it is essential to explore the relationship we had or didn't have with them, or have or haven't got with them, to help us gain insight into who we are, how we were conditioned, where we were encouraged to be our true self, and where we weren't. So we can identify the parts of us that require unraveling of conditioning, healing of hurt and pain, and where we are our true self. I'll also share with you some of the most commonly voiced statements that people have made in response to exploring their relationship with their parents and the reasons why they say them. I'll also share what my response was to them and why. During the journey of the I Make a Difference personal development program, one of the most regular statements people made to me when we got to the segment where we explored their relationship with their parents was, I don't hold anything against my parents, so I don't need to explore them because I understand why they did what they did. I will clarify something. The I Make a Difference program is not about finding issues with your parents and your relationship with them. It's not about digging up dirt on people to then go and do anything or say anything to them. It is a process of healing and exploring the areas of yourself in relation to your parents and everyone else in your life where there are potential limitations and areas hindering you and your growth and where 
your parents and others have supported and aided your growth. The other comment I heard regularly at this point of the journey was, I don't want to blame my parents, which I always found fascinating because there was no reference point of or mention of blame. So interesting that this came to people's mind when they were faced with an opportunity to explore their relationship with their parents. My response to them was often met with a degree of resistance initially. And then they would reflect on it and process what I said. Then by the end of the program, the people who had made these comments, well, they'd process through their feelings, emotions and beliefs about their parents and they reached a place of understanding as to my response, the one that I'd given them earlier. You may be someone like myself who believes that we choose our parents prior to becoming a soul in a human body. And why would we do that? Well, it's for the experiences that we'll have during our human adventure that we've chosen for our growth and involvement. And even if you do not believe that you chose your parents, well, there still are factors that contribute to what you will experience, what you have the opportunity to work with and through that come from the biological and parental figures we journey with. Our biological parents come with genetic predispositions they have and they offer us the opportunity to potentially experience them. And if we do, then we've got the opportunity to choose to work on healing them. These genetic predispositions offer experiences that are unique to our genetic makeup. They provide insight into the human condition, bringing mental, emotional and physical processing for us to work with and to learn about. They can be predispositions towards alcoholism, certain physical ailments, mental health issues and even certain sensitivities. Our biological parents and parental figures offer karmic family patterns that we can experience. These are behaviours and experiences that keep repeating themselves from one generation to another. And if we're conscious enough of them, we have the opportunity to stop them and cease the pattern continuing. We have the opportunity to change the karma. An example of this that I've shared in previous episodes is I was the firstborn in my family and I had a similar experience to what my mother went through in her earlier days, who also was the firstborn in her family. And she experienced similar experiences to her father in earlier days, who was the firstborn in his family. My dad was rejected by his parents. My dad rejected me. When you go through this and you're aware of this, you have the opportunity to identify these karmic patterns and stop the karma moving from one generation to another. Our biological parents influence the country we're born in, the colour of the skin we choose, the colour of our hair, our eyes, our height, all of which will bring experiences with them that are unique to these factors. Experiences that are opportunities for learnings, insights, discoveries and for our growth and involvement. And our biological parents and parental figures, depending on whether we were raised with our biological parents or not, influence the country we were raised in. 
I've identified in recent times that one of the reasons I chose New Zealand, or as others may see it, the opportunities that come with being raised in New Zealand, is because women have always been encouraged to be independent and have a voice. We were the first country to give women the vote, the first to register nurses, who were predominantly women in those days. Women in New Zealand have been encouraged to have their own businesses, and there are not a lot of limitations on them. I recognised this after hearing friends from other countries sharing how many limitations and judgments they've experienced on the road to having their own businesses. We also get to experience through our parents and parental figures what comes with them, the extended family we gain, what they mean to us and what we experience with them. We also choose our parents and have parental figures so that we experience father and mother figures in our lives. This can be our biological parents or other people in addition to them. And I tend to call these people my surrogate parents or my spiritual parents, people who fulfill a parental role in our life for a purpose. We also choose our parents and are influenced by our parents, as I know you will know very well, for the upbringing we experience with them. The human experience requires of us to feel the extremes of emotions so that we know how to identify what is natural, good and true to us and what's not. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, to know what love is, we often need to know what love is not. To know what acceptance is, we need to know and experience what non-acceptance is. And as humans, we have different processes for us to work with that we do not have as souls. So through our upbringing, we learn about what is natural to us, so where we're our true self, our soul self, and we learn about what is normal as a human being, where we're conditioned and we experience the human processes. We learn about emotions, reactions, intellectualizing things, being hurt, pain, a physical body and what that entails, sensing, and many other processes. Take a moment and just reflect on that list that I've just shared with you. Can you now see how valuable our relationships are with our parents and our parental figures? Can you see how valuable they are for the learnings, the discoveries, the healing and unraveling we can and are to do on our journey of involvement and growth? back to who we truly and naturally are. And our parents and parental figures contribute beautifully to this. When we're little, when we're born, we need people to help us through physically in those earlier stages of our time on this earth. Because we have a human body and we're not capable of doing the things they do for us, for ourselves. And parents help us to assimilate into the world around us. Whether that's effective or not, and maybe sometimes the learning that goes on should be seeing the world and living it through the eyes of the child rather than the conditioned belief, size and pain of the adult. But it's still part of their role to help us integrate into this world. So diving into exploring your relationship with both your parents and your parental figures and even exploring the relationship you didn't have with your parents if you were not raised by them, 
is imperative to understand your human journey, to understand the life you've lived and live, and to understand how you became who you are, and to understand the choices you made. As importantly, it's for you to identify where you have opportunities to change those karmic patterns of generational behaviours, pain, beliefs and processing. Where you have opportunities to work with the genetic predispositions to understand them, work with them and even change and heal them where possible. For you to see where you have opportunities to embrace the learnings offered to you through choosing the culture, nationality and physical body you have. And for you to work through your upbringing. Some of you may have had wonderful, beautiful upbringings with incredible parents. And what a beautiful choice you made or what a beautiful opportunity you were given. Still check to see if there's anything there that may be something you can work with, even if it's only more of the beauty that you've gone through. But in addition to that, some of us may not have. And we may only remember things that are hurtful from our past because the pain consumes us. And what that prevents us from when we only focus on the hurtful things is seeing, hearing, feeling and accepting the good, beautiful, loving, caring and good times we experience. And these are important to remember in terms of having reference points, in terms of knowing you deserve these experiences and being able to recognize them and open yourself up to them to experience more of them. Then you may be someone who only remembers the good and wonderful times from your past because possibly you don't want to face the pain, the hurt and maybe even resentment and anger that is within you. Whether that is because you don't like the feeling of it, don't know how to manage it, don't want to remember it, scared it will shatter your world or even overwhelm and consume you. But if you do not look at the hurt parts of you, then what you bury within you has a hold on you. The energy alone of the pain has to find somewhere to go and often it will be into your body or it will come out rapidly in a reaction one day. These parts of you need healing. They need attention so that you reach the place where all you remember is the good things because you have healed the hurt that is within you. So it's no longer there and has no more relevance. For you to be whole, it requires you to remember all of your life, to see all of it, to hear it and feel it, so you know you're owning what is beautiful and magical about it, so you're owning what is beautiful and magic about you, so that you're owning what is beautiful and magic about the people in your life, and so that you know you have healed the parts of you that have been painful and sore. And your parents are a big part of that process. There will be aspects of your parents that possibly you do not like. In fact, you may even hate them. But do you? I always thought I hated my father. But when I stripped it all away, I loved my father dearly. I hated what he did to me and didn't share with me. And my hate was simply hurt. There will be elements of your parents you love and cherish. And it's important to recognize and own these because they're part of you. They have influenced you. I loved how my dad would often share the experiences he was having with me. 
And there was a part of him that wanted me to be proud of him, which even though I can see this is a bit messed up in a number of ways, when I strip it right back and see this through the eyes of the child I was, it meant I mattered to him at some level, and that was important to me. I now get to see the beauty of my mother in what she shares and gives to me that my hurt had blinded me to. Your parents or parent figures hold the keys to many of the things you think, feel, do and say. And the more you understand your relationship with them, the more you understand yourself. Then you have options and choices as to whether you change and develop or own these parts of you. You see, here's the thing about pain and hurt though, especially if you're suppressing and holding it within you. Whether you are consciously connected to it or not, you will keep a level of distance and separation from the people who you have experienced pain and hurt from. This can be emotionally, mentally, physically, and even energetically. It can be one or all four of these areas where that separation, that weariness, that subconscious or conscious on guard protecting yourself from them is operating. But it's not just the person you keep at a level of distance from. It's also distance you experience within you, where you keep yourself distant from the pain and the hurt that you feel. So you end up protecting yourself, not just from others, but also yourself. So if you have unresolved and unhealed emotions and beliefs within you about your parents that you are either conscious or unconscious of, then you're not embracing the opportunity for you to have a closer, more accepting and different relationship with them, whether they're alive, in your life, or they've passed. Because even if they've passed, energetically you can still get closer to them. You are not embracing the opportunity for you to be more open, receptive, healed and transparent with yourself. You're not embracing the opportunity for you to love you more. If you can see your relationship with your parents, and I will emphasize your relationship with your parents, as a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself, then you will get to see the measure of your openness with you. Why is your parents' or parents' figures' relationship with you a reflection of you? Well, they are the people we feel the most emotion about. They are the people we have the greatest emotional attachment to. They are the people who have influenced us the most from our past, whether they were in our life or not. We are part of them, and they are part of us. Your relationship with your parents is a reflection of your relationship with you. Why is it not their relationship with you as a reflection of your relationship with you? Confused? Potentially. Essentially what I'm saying is no matter what you do, you can't influence your parents' relationship with you. You can only influence your relationship with them. Why? Because at the end of the day it's your parents' choice as to how much they heal, how much they address, any guilt they have, hurt and pain they have within them. You can't do it for them. You can't make this happen. You can't change them. But what you can do is work on you. Then the nature of the dynamics in your relationship 
that is what you say and do, whether you react or respond, how open and receptive you are to them and with them, and how much you share with them that comes about from the healing and growth you do is what will make it different for them and you, if they're open to it. I have had the beautiful and wonderful joy of experiencing this with my mother, where through my growth and involvement, my mother has opened up more to me. So I know it's possible, but there are no guarantees because some people are just not up to doing the work it requires for the change to happen. But even if they're not, you can reach a place of acceptance of your parents where you can love them for who they are, where you are healed, where you're open and receptive to them because you trust and have faith in you and you're not emotionally impacted by them where you no longer feel the pain you experienced with and about them, but you give yourself the gift of sharing the love you have for and with them. You give yourself the gift of experiencing loving your parents. So why have people said to me during the I Make a Difference program, I understand why they did what they did, and then the people don't want to explore their relationship with them any further. They say this because they're seeing their parents through the eyes of their adult self, who they are now. They're seeing their parents through the eyes of the person who understands why people do what they do and how they came to be like they are. They rationalise what their parents did or didn't do. They understand what they did at an intellectual level, an intellectual level where they use logic, where... They base it on what they learned and what they've been told. And that's how they came to their understanding. They understand what their parents went through that resulted in them being like they were and doing or not doing what they did with them. They get it. But wait. Intellectualizing something only deals with the mental process and not the emotional process. Intellectualizing something does not heal it. More often than not, it suppresses it, and what it suppresses is the emotions. Understanding something does not mean you accept it. Understanding something does not mean you've healed it. Suppression results in distance and separation. If your emotions are suppressed, then you are keeping your emotions at a distance because you do not want to feel them. And you will keep others at a distance because you do not want the emotions to be triggered, resulting in you feeling the emotions. Not accepting something means you are rejecting it at some level, which results in distance and separation. This is why people have said what they said to me. Then, when they said they do not want to blame their parents, when there was no indication in the process of blame being something they would feel or that they were to direct to anyone or anywhere, there is a level of vulnerability in their relationship with their parents. Because if you blame your parents for something, then what happens? You can feel guilty. You can feel guilty for pointing the finger at them. Your parents potentially can feel guilty and you don't want them to feel that way. Your parents potentially can feel hurt at you making them wrong and putting fault on them, which could result in you feeling guilty because you don't want to hurt them or them then blaming you for how they feel so you end up being the one that is guilty for feeling what you do about what your parents did to you. It's a really crazy cycle and it's stuffed up on so many levels. 
but this is how things unfold at times. Your parents could react to what you blame them for and they feel hurt and angry and they may even cut you off, distance themselves or even separate from you. And Maybe you're scared of losing them. So guilt, fear and vulnerability prompt a person to say, I do not want to blame them. Now for my response to their comments. What I say to them is, it's completely understandable that you can understand what and why your parents did or did not do what they did to you as the adult you are now. But this is not about seeing your parents and what happened or didn't happen through the eyes of the adult that you are now. The adult did not experience this. This is about taking the time to check with the part of you that's within you at the age you were when the experience or experiences happened as to how they feel. They were the one that went through the experience and was potentially impacted by your parents. If you choose to get to a place where you can accept your parents for who they are now, so you are open, receptive and have nothing hindering you getting close to them, if this is what you would love to achieve, then it's the younger you that you need to check in with. If as the child or teen you were, you have any part of you that blames your parents or parental figures for anything, and you're not owning it, then you will have an emotional distance between you and your parents, no matter how much you believe you haven't. You also have an emotional distance between you and the part of you holding the feelings. This child or teen that is within you needs to be heard, needs to process out the feelings they feel because they never got to express them at the time. They need to express and release them. This does not mean or involve you going to your parents and talking to them about what you're feeling them and certainly not blaming them. If you want to do this, then I'd really be questioning your intentions. You want to punish them? You want to take it out on them? You want to feel some level of emotional satisfaction doing to them what you potentially had done to you? What's this going to achieve? It'll reinforce the experience you had. Because remember the three scenarios that people were scared of as to why they did not want to blame their parents? Well, you will potentially end up experiencing one of these. So it defeats the whole purpose of this process. Yes, your parents will hold some blame. They're responsible for what they did or didn't do. They chose to take on the responsibility for having children, and that involves responsibilities. Yes, there are reasons for why they did it, potentially stemming from their upbringing, and you can understand it. But this is not about calling your parents to account and punishing them, but it's also not about you continuing to not deal with the feelings, justifying their actions, and instead punishing yourself. This is about you healing this part of you through listening to, expressing and releasing the pain through you parenting you. This is about you opening up emotionally, mentally, physically and energetically so you can be closer to your parents, so that you can get close to them, so that you know you've done everything to contribute to the possibility of you having a closer and more loving relationship with them where you know you've done everything in your power to make it different for you. And if things change, which potentially they will, and it may take a bit of time for your parents to adjust to how you are different towards them, then, and only then, if the conversation comes up at all, 
or it feels right to share with them your experience, do so from the intention of sharing. Not where your emotions are driving you and you want them to say sorry or to hurt them. And when you share with your parents, share that you did blame them, but you worked through that and healed it. Share that you understand why they did what they did, but now you accept it and what the difference is in the process to you and what you gain from it. And if you're a parent that's listening to this, the greatest gift you can give to your child when they're sharing this is to listen. Hear what they say, hear their pain, hear their experience, feel what they're feeling and see it through their eyes. You possibly weren't in the space to hear it when it happened in their earlier days, but you can hear it now. You don't have to fix it. They need to know you understand them, that you get what they went through and why. They don't need you to justify, make excuses, give reasons or continue to apologize. Yes, they need to know you get it and are sorry. Sorry for hurting them in the way you did. The key then is to work on this area within yourself to make sure that you do that differently from here on in. But do this for your own growth and involvement and also if it's right for your child. Not that your child will actually need it. But you both deserve to have the experience of actually getting really close with each other to have the experiences that you didn't have in those earlier days. Don't hear and see your child through your eyes, your guilt, your feelings. Hear, see and feel them through their experience. And what you may find is that your child one day asks you about what your experience was of the situation and why, and the background that led you to that happening. And what an amazing sign of the healing that has happened, that your child has shifted beyond their processing and they now want to understand you. And if you are the child that reaches this point and wants to see things through your parents' eyes, then how powerful is that? What an amazing sign of your acceptance of what happened and you're making different choices to change the patterns of the family. And this is what makes it possible for you to hear your parents' story. What beautiful, powerful and amazing healing that can happen. How much closer we can get in our relationships when we are committed to our own growth and we want it to happen. And when both of you make it happen. I know this because of what I have with my mum now. Let go of any expectations and beliefs you have about exploring your relationship with your parents or parental figures. And be open to discovering any areas that require healing from them. But also see, hear and feel the beauty and the goodness in your parents as well. Some of that goodness and that beauty is also within you. And see the beauty and the goodness and what is possible and is happening in the relationship you have with them now. Let the healing and growth happen.